The Dad Presents, Episode 54, a show about death. It all starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Dad Presents, Episode number 54. This is B. Hi, everybody. We got Jay Maddie in the house. What's going on, man? And of course, Miss Rose is back by yeah, popular man. demand. Miss Rose is permanent. Feels like it, it does. It feels is this, like is this a permanent arrangement. She I don't just know. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, feels good. I think I need, <laughs> oh, I think I need to discuss that with my wife first. Maybe this feels like Three's Company, uh, two thousand style. You know, like who's I can two thousand twenty, buddy. Okay, two thousand twenty. I'm back. But yeah, I could be like Janet, and you could be Chrissy, and she's Jack. I'll be Chrissy. We could do it. You'd look Chrissy like Chrissy was the star. Chrissy was the star. Yeah. She left because she needed more money, and then she did Thigh Masters for the rest of her life, and that was it. And now she's curing cancer, isn't she? Is or that, wait, that was the second Chrissy, Suzanne Summers. Was she the first Chrissy? She's the only Chrissy. The other Chrissy was Chrissy's cousin. All right, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, going back to the seventies, everybody. But hope everybody's doing good. How's everybody doing? Good, man. Just. uh Coming here straight from a basketball game from our seven-year-old. Sweet. Dominated. Nice. What, what, give me the line. What do you do? Oh, he had about 17 steals. Sweet. Five points. Nice. Ended Aww. in a tie. Very disappointing. <laughs> he's, a little, he's, a little, he's a little bulldog out there. It's, those, those games are fun. Sure. Yeah. I get, you know, I'm one of those parents, too. Like, I, I said I'd never be. Like, I get into it. Oh, no. You got to. Yeah. They're your kids. It makes yeah. feel good, too. Yeah. 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 And Miss Rose, I I would be remiss if I did not find out what's going on with you. You're the only one people care about now, by the oh, way. Oh, stop! But what's going on with Miss Rose? Um, you got to know. I'm just busy working on a bunch of different projects. Fitness, fitness, fitness is seems to be calling me. So I'm uh, I'm picking up the phone and I'm answering squats, one squat at a time. One squat at a time. Do you do that? Is that how you answer your phone now? <laughs> yeah, the visuals. Um, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here because this is been a terrible cold and flu season and we've had oh gosh, we've yeah. gotten sick like toward the end of the year in the beginning of this year my wife my daughter and i have all been sick <laughs> like consecutively like well you guys aren't healthy people no you no gotta, no you gotta no, no, live no. A, a healthier lifestyle no 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 you gotta no. get out there exercise oh stretch the legs no 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 i'm healthy i right? work out i take care of miss rose did you get sick i didn't get sick i did not yeah. and you see i would not have ordinarily except my wife is a human bacteria sponge. She gets sick wow. at anything. Wow, I'm going to go get her. No, you should. And you, you should know just what? call your wife a human bacteria she sponge? Ba- she, every time she travels, she gets sick. Does she listen to the show? She Occasionally. But if she walks through an airport, it's almost like she walks through with her mouth open and her eyes wide open no. looking for bacteria to bring on the girl. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to help her get her immune system. She needs to get it back. Yeah. Because that's the only time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only time I get sick is through her. And that's what happened the last two times I got sick. So that means that your immune system is. No, mm. I'm a champ. I don't get sick on my own. She makes because we're in each other's face and, you know, we do stuff married people do. So (laughs) you get sick. You're also getting to that age for a black man, though, when you have to start worrying about a heart attack. That has absolutely nothing to do with anything <laughs> I'm at just all. saying. But, you got, but thanks. You got to get it together. Yeah. You got to start exercising. Got to start yeah. eating those greens. I exercise. I you know? eat relatively out, right? well. Yes, yeah. every, every day, just about. There you go. But the thing with me that is the con and all this. I married this woman. She's from Ethiopia. I marry this woman. Okay. She's from Africa. This is supposedly the birthplace of man, right? right. So this supposedly. Be, yeah, this is supposed to be where she, the strongest DNA was created. Everything else is diluted, right? If It's just like making a Xerox copy or a, a copy of something. The original is always stronger than the copy. So she should have immune system out of this world. I guess that blows that theory away then. It does. Or I should get my money back. One or the other. Oh, you, you paid? Well, that's a whole other story. I had to do a dowry. <laughs> had to give her father like cows. It's like, you know, in the jungles of Africa and stuff like that. But I'm just kind of upset. It's false advertising. I thought I was getting... Top of the line species, and she's sick every day. Sorry, man. It sucks. It sucks. Human bacteria. I'm going to help her with that. Please get yeah, get will. on her because I don't know what to do. I may have to trade her in for a younger model. But let's get on to the show. It's our favorite part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Jay Maddie brings us parenting questions. Parenting questions. All right. Yes. So we got a lot in the mailbag this week. All right. Very exciting. Yes. So let me just see. Yeah, we got like 12 questions. So I'm just going to pick. Let's go with the first one here. All right. 
Elizabeth from Canton, Ohio. Oh, the birthplace. NFL Hall of Fame. There you go. Right. You beat me to it. Go ahead. Yep. So she says, it bothered me growing up. And this, this, this one will go straight to Rose or Skip You. Oh. This, this is directed well, for a lady. Thanks again. Appreciate it. It bothered me growing up how much emphasis was put on my looks by guys, by my mother, my family, and even by myself. I don't want my daughter to grow up that way. I hate when I see a fat old guy walking around with a beautiful woman. Like, why can't a fat old lady get a beautiful young guy? Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want her daughter to grow up putting so much emphasis on her looks. Mm-hmm. To you, Miss Rose. Or or not. <laughs> she, she's contemplating and thinking about what she's going to say. That's not what we do here. No, we fire just, from the hip. You got to just go. Okay. Yes. I'll just go. Um, Elizabeth, I think that um, it, it's, it's a tough one because there are so many things and factors, even... Even going all the way back to like Disney movies that, for instance, um, maybe you and I grew up on where they're princesses and all of these lead characters are, you know, young women that are very beautiful and dependent upon a man saving them or kissing them to bring them back to life. Mm-hmm. And I do think that a lot of um, a lot of the shows, a lot of the movies that are created now have a, a somewhat better narrative. Um, but now with social media being the forefront of pretty much everyone's lives. Um, I think that image is even more so prevalent. So I do understand your concern. Um, Maybe there is a way to address that with your daughter and, you know, letting her know that being able to be smart and being able to be kind and have wonderful qualities is equally as important as, you know, um, hygiene and looks. There's things inside that matter just as much. So I think that your reinforcement of other things being just as important as you know maybe something as looking good is important to her bringing them all to an equal balance and hopefully you know everything else inside being even higher that would be what i would have to say i do understand where you're coming from but i i I don't see how i don't see that changing right now yeah at the same time you got to be realistic Mm -hmm. right what about you b what do you think you know i think right now is a perfect time to just show her you know the various couples that are all over the world uh if you look at everybody and there's couples there's somebody for everybody and you can look to find that on twitter not necessarily yeah there is there's somebody for everybody there is have you have you not heard of these um what do they call them the guys who are who are um not having sex not by their own choice what do you call those uh, it's a whole whole group. I don't know. Ace, that's, no, yeah, that's ace, new. That's not asexual. No, right? it's uh, go He's, on. I'll, I'll uh, it'll pop in my head. Yeah, but every, there's somebody for everybody. Uh, you know, you look at we talked about Lizzo last show, and she's a big girl, and she's I think she's a not, very nice looking big girl, and Lizzo's fucking everybody. So Lizzo's <laughs> not reliant on you know whatever some kind of stereotype in terms of shape or whatever. And you might say, okay, well Lizzo has money. Okay, fine. But there are big women out there that are getting it in. There are big men out there getting it in. It's the time. Like there's no. I remember. I don't remember a time. And growing up, I think during my time there was more judgment in terms of who you were with that sort of thing. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think there's someone for everybody. Um, I think you tell them that that you don't need to spend a whole lot of time on your looks. Guys get turned on by different things. Girls get turned on by different things. Girls are a lot more forgiving than guys. I'll say that. But yeah, just show her, you know, what's out there right now is that there's people out there who would not be the most attractive people in the world, but there's they're getting it in incels. Yeah, in, is that what it is? You've not heard of incels? No, incels. Uh, no, incels is a, a is a bunch of lonely dudes out there who can't get laid Mm -hmm. because they're ugly and they don't make enough money or whatever the reason. And now like everything else on the internet, there's a group for that. So it's like a growing coalition of young, sexually frustrated men who form men's rights groups and basically take out their anger on women on the internet. Yeah. Let me give them a point of advice. Maybe spend less time on the men's group and more time on trying to get some. I think that'll work out for you. Because if you put your mind to it, eventually it'll happen. You can figure it out, guys. All right. Indian yeah. cells. And I maybe mean, in comparison, you know, I think maybe one of her fears is the comparison of other to other women. Yeah. I mean, we all, you know, I think that that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I wouldn't want her to base her self value on her looks. No. Right. right. No. But we, we, you guys both gave very um, thoughtful, sensitive answers, but we also have to be realistic here. Sure. Like life, life is not fair. 
Mm. We're not all created equal. It's not? Some, <laughs> some, people, some people are made beautiful. Sure. Right. Like Rose and myself. Yeah. Well. Some people less so. Sorry, B. Well, I got the big dick. <laughs> I got the big dick thing going. So I'm kidding. You're you're, be- you're, you're beautiful, beautiful, man. Beautiful, beautiful man. <laughs> Point being, if if you don't like that, men are interested in different things than women. That's just our biology. So sure. if you don't like that, you know, get mad at God. Get mad at biology. Like mm-hmm. men are attracted to women for different things, and women are attracted to men. Mm-hmm. Sure. Women are attracted to men who are strong, who can provide, who are stable. Things of this nature. Right. Men are attracted to youthful beauty and uh, fertileness. Yeah. You know, so we have symmetry. different symmetry. Mm-hmm. There's there's different things that we're attracted to, and that's biology. So you can't hate on biology. No. Now we might evolve past that in another thousand years. I don't know, but that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. So you can't really get around that. There is importance in looks, but if you don't want your daughter to put all of her importance in looks, and and you shouldn't want her to. You got to teach her to value other things about herself as well. Right. Teach her, teach her to be self confident. The best way to be self confident is to find something that you're good at, good at. Yeah. yeah, and Absolutely. and push her in that direction and be positive about it. Get her to work at it. Get yeah. her to excel at it, and then she'll be confident in that thing. Because that's another thing. Yeah, men men are mostly attracted to beauty. I mean, it's straight up. That's the first thing we see. That's the first thing we notice. Mm. But we're also attracted to things like a confident woman is attractive. A woman who you can sit down and have a conversation sure. with is right. very attractive. Like you meet the most and beautiful. And it lasts longer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You meet the most beautiful girl in the world and you instantly want to take her to bed for sure. Yes. 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. But after you take her to bed, if there's nothing there, you don't want to take her to bed again. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's well, the difference between no, a, you still want to take her to bed again. You just don't want her to talk too much. You, you, you're not going to form a relationship <laughs> wow. with that woman. You're not going to form... It's, that relationship is not going to grow. Yeah. No, it's not going right? to grow. You're going to keep sleeping with her until you're tired of sleeping with her. And that's as far as that relationship is going. So teach your daughter to value things about herself mm-hmm. that you think are important. And help her to develop some strengths in life. Highlight exactly. the strengths. Yeah. I think that was a good, well-rounded course yeah, of action by the three of us. You had a little time to think about it, too. Yeah, well, I, I read the questions before I got here. Yeah, and he waits. <laughs> he, he, it's a trick. He waits to the last all the time. Okay, so we got... We, well, I want to I wanna give you a fair shot before I, <laughs> before Thank I you. clean okay. it up. Sure. All right, so I'll, I'll read the next two and you guys can pick. How about that? Okay. All right, so Daniel Nevada. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we're not going to do this one because, it, well, we can do it. All Daniel right. in Nevada, he says he's a big Lakers fan. Yeah. My son is also a Lakers fan. Yeah. He's seven years old and he's never been around death. What did you tell your kids about Kobe's uh, death? Yeah, yeah. That one. Mm-hmm. Or mm, that one's a little too much like the first one. Mm-hmm. As a parent, I'm a big advocate for fixing climate change. What do you advocate for? That's kind of boring. Yeah, it's yeah, boring. boring. Yeah. Right. yeah, we're going to talk about Kobe later on in the show, so I think that's probably a good one. Um, I'll go first. Daniel from Nevada. Daniel from Nevada. Hey, Dan. Um, so I'm, it's going to be different for everybody because I have a 10-year-old, and at 10, she's been acquainted with death and losing folks and all that other stuff. So it was very – the television explained it to her. She sat there with me. I'm a Laker fan too, Dan, and I did not move – for the majority of that day, I, I was I was a big baby, and I went and put on my Laker warm up shirt and laid in the bed and watched all the coverage painfully. And so she sat there and watched it with me and understood stuff. She had questions, sure, about you know helicopters and why and the fog and all that other stuff. But the thing I would say that is an umbrella for everybody is just be as honest as you can. And at the same time, you don't want to scare them to the point where it doesn't make sense. But with my 10-year-old, it was fairly easy because she knew what was going on. Kids younger than that, there may be a little bit more finesse. But ultimately, you tell them the truth is that he's, you know, sadly not coming back. It's, you know, the worst thing. And it's the worst thing also for the other people in that helicopter. uh, I mean, and there's so many different levels with him and the wife and the kids. And they've lost a sister and a husband and the other people lost members of their family. So you tell the truth ultimately, and you know, and you let them see you grieve too. So you know, it, they can tell that it's a natural thing. The dad or mom is human. That's my best take. My son is still a baby, so I haven't had those conversations with him. But um, I can say that growing up, you know, I have a younger sister, and we lost someone that was we lost a family member. And before my mom got the chance, I explained it to her. And we had already lost an animal. We had lost a dog. And so I basically kind of 
tied it in. Yeah, it's a good um, place to start with an animal. Yeah, Yeah. losing a pet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I told her it was different, obviously. She understood that. But she was probably six at the time. And um, it it was just easier to explain it because she was attached to the dog that we had lost. So to explain it, it it was easy for her to um, assimilate the two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you both nailed it. Um, there's, Thank you. There's nothing nothing much to add on top of that. You you just be honest. You just, yeah. I mean, you know I don't believe in lying to kids. I believe right. in telling them the truth, but but breaking it down in a way they can understand. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's a it's a really hard thing to understand, even for an, an adult. Like even for me, like bizarre. You mm. you you were here. You're alive. And now there's your body, and there's no more life in it. It's yeah. weird. It's hard it hard weird. to wrap your mind around that. Mm. And, it's also the the basis for all religion. You know, that's why that's where religion comes from. That's why people latch on to religion because mm-hmm. it provides some answers for the questions that we simply yeah. can't answer. So, mm-hmm. you know, we we went through that in my in my own family and and that's what we did. We just laid it out there and the 11-year-old, you know, he he got it. Um and the 7-year-old not as much. Yeah. I, I just I just think, you know, there's only there's a brain only has so much capacity for those kind of things at a young age, but you just you just give it to them as it is. And, and even as an adult, I mean, death has been something for me as an adult that's been a, it's it's tough to process. It's mm-hmm. hard, you know. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I think. It, I mean, everybody. it's one of the most traumatic parts of life. It is, and it's the most unavoidable. And it's a guarantee of life. Yeah, yeah. And I think unless you know, our friend Zoltan fixes it all, well, you, you know, I'm what? banking on that. Yeah, man. yeah. Keep your yeah. Let me know. I'll just... I got like thirty years. You got about fifteen. I was just we hoping need to speed up. I was just hoping to be bit and become a vampire. Yeah, oh, you would be a sexy vampire. You left. Speaking the door. of sexy vampires. <laughs> We got we got Miss Rosen here now every week. We're we're wasting all this sex appeal yeah. by not having this on YouTube. I agree. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, invest. Oh, Come you know on, what? B, get some cameras in here. <laughs> no, you know what? I think there's a way. The old way we did it. I think we can do it that way. But we'll. What's the, the old way we did it? The old way was with the, the what is it? The Zoom. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. I, but I mean. I mean, look at this. Nobody can see this except no. me. Yeah, and not even you. You got your back to her like a like a misogynist. Yeah, you're what are you bra- doing? You're brave because you you have on sweatpants too. So that's, <laughs> that, that's man. Brave. You had to take it there. <laughs> had to take it there with my wife in the other room. Well, almost. yeah, exactly. Your cat came in. I'm gonna go shut the door. You guys. Yeah, appreciate carry it. on. Yeah, but no, like what we were saying. I think with death, the the suddenness, and especially in something like Kobe's case, mm-hmm. is extremely just. It gets hard to believe because. You just watched the day before he was tweeting LeBron James about breaking his record. And then the next morning you wake up, he's not here. Well, you don't think of heroes as Mm -hmm. people that can actually, you don't think of them as heroes. A lot of times we don't, we think of them as being invincible and the fact that they can actually die. And I mean, you don't think of them as being like human. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. I mean, that's what makes it more weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like a mythical figure. almost Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's one of the things that, hit people so much harder too is because you look at this man and you you don't think anything like that could happen to him mm. yeah yeah so dan uh, matt did you have something else no no oh no. yeah but dan that's you know that i think is the best advice again i think you got a well-rounded group of perspectives so please use that uh, or if if you come up with something else that we didn't cover and Email us back and let us know. We don't know everything. Keep the questions coming, guys. At the Dad Presents on Facebook. Um, You you made some good points, Rose, about uh, me having the questions ahead of time. (laughs) I do usually, typically, when I'm preparing, which is not usual, but on a weekend, I'll read them ahead of time. Okay. So I I like the idea of us answering off the cuff. I think it makes it more real. But maybe I should shoot them to you in advance. Give you some time to think about it. No, nah, I like it. I like it raw. Just give it to me raw. Give it to you raw. Give it to me raw. <laughs> I, 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 I always knew that about the, about him. Like the raw. <laughs> oh, I am. So no, I think we'll. It's a segue. We're going to talk about Kobe anyway. And I let me. I just say this is that obviously Laker fan followed him his whole career, the whole thing. Um, it was. If you're trying to find a silver lining in the whole thing, and the silver lining I got out of it in the first couple days was, hey, here's this guy. He doesn't have a color. No one, I mean, they. it came out that he was Catholic. No one knew that, but it didn't matter. Everyone was behind this guy and missing him and remembering him and loving him and all this other stuff. And it never came out that he was black, which was great. I think that sometimes that clouds a lot of stuff. He was just a person. 
And in my head, I thought, I said, well, he, what this means is other people can love another race or another, someone from another background, welcome him to... It, that's that's what that made you think? That's people what can did. love another race? Well, yeah, they can. 2020? Well, no, that's... You didn't, you didn't know that yet? I was looking for, a, searching for a silver lining and all Gotcha. This. So to see the outpouring from all over the world, to see this guy who was black, yes, but it didn't matter, came from, you know, not everyone, same background, that sort of thing, and they loved him and there was outpouring, that made me feel good. Then, like, on, on about day three, I think newspapers and everybody else got... They couldn't write anything else. It was like they had covered the story. There's nothing else to write, but they had to write something anyway. So what we got from the from NBC News, and I'll read you this quote because this stuck with me and still sticks with me. NBC News wrote in a story, the death of Kobe Bryant has affected many and brought together people of all backgrounds, but it is especially painful for Latinos. Hmm. How could you know that? And why is that so? Why and why would said? you write that? Why is that even said? And how is that even possible? How is their pain different from, number one, his family's pain? And she does, his wife happens to be Latino, and I get that. Well, there you go. But not they didn't say that. They didn't say especially so, painful for So them. to summarize, you're bothered by the identity politics. Indeed. In this case. Bingo. Hello. Yeah. No. And, and I've never said you're 100% well, welcome wrong, to the train. wrong on that. Right. But it just was... Something that, and then to show you, there's no coincidence or all this stuff. There were like two other stories that basically said the same thing. There was the LA Times story saying that his relationship with Latinos was special. And you say, well, what about the Asian people in LA that loved him, or the Asian people all over the world that loved him? Mm -hmm. What about you know the people who you know all in South LA who love him? What about the fact? And, and the and they in this case they didn't mention he was black and. That's when it got weird. This one bothers you personally because yes. you're a giant Kobe fan and because you're also a black man. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is woke politics. This is what the world has been for the last three, four years, man. But no. This is why I'm constantly walking around annoyed. Yeah. It's, it's every story. This but, is not new. Yeah, but also, not just that I'm black, but the other people who are Laker fans who are not Latino. Because sure. No, I'm on your side yeah, yeah. 100%. I'm just yeah. saying, this, right. is, this is nothing new. Yeah. This is the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad one finally stung you in the ass. Well, that's the thing. I I don't a hundred percent disagree with you on stuff like that, but every once in a while there is something that is just way out of left field. They're all out of left field. Yeah, they are. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because and that's why Rose is the new star of the show. Exactly. <laughs> no one cares about us anymore, <laughs> ever. But you know the thing. It again, you're talking about Latinos loving them more. It got turned into a contest where. We love him more than everybody else. And that, mm -hmm. that was not, should not have been the message. This man just died. That's the message. His family's at a loss. That's the message. So on and so forth. Let me ask, were, were you, I mean, I know you said you spent the day in, in pajamas. Mm -hmm. Like, were you legit, like, like heartbroken? Like, I was very sad. It, yeah. it took a lot out of me that day. It took a lot out of, you know, my, most of my family is mm -hmm. Laker fans. You grow up, you grew up in, in LA, LA in the 80s or somewhere near the 80s when they were winning titles and then with Kobe and 100%. that group. It's very tough not to be a Laker fan in Los Angeles. It just, it, and a Kobe fan. And then, yeah, of course. If you get Did you ever meet Kobe? Yeah. Okay. I actually met him at a movie with my wife. He had his wife and met him at a movie, said hello. He said hello, very nice. He was trying not to cause a stir about who he was or whatever. He was trying to watch a movie. How is that even possible? Well, it was, it was very early on. It was probably, he might have been in the league two, three years at that point. It oh, was, so he's like 20? Yeah. So you were like 37? No, no, I wasn't quite 37. But I was older than he was. I mean, 37 like in black man years. <laughs> you, you're going to give me this heart attack before the show's over, I can tell. No, but I mean, that's that's sweet. And I, I, you're the first person I thought of when, when I heard he died. Sure. But I, I don't know about you, Rose, and, and you can jump in, but I, I just can't relate to when, when, when a celebrity dies mm -hmm. and Twitter goes crazy and, mm -hmm. and everybody goes crazy. Part of it is I can't relate. Like, like I didn't know this person personally. Sure. Like, yeah, it's sad somebody died. It's sad any... Right. Time somebody dies. Yeah. But even if my favorite celebrity of all time, Eddie Vedder, died, mm -hmm. I think yeah. I'd be sad for like 30 seconds and I'd be over it because it's not, I, I don't know the more. person. No, I think it'd be more. I, I really know, don't. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Um, I, I just can't connect like that with people that I don't know mm -hmm. personally. Mm -hmm. And also I find, now with you, I, I know it's legit, right? Yeah. But I also find a lot of the the outpouring you see I find it to be phony. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think no, people are disingenuous. You, you're you're going to definitely get that. And and I think, it, and 
again, I don't think I don't blame Latinos for this article. There's writers that came up with this and people got ideas. But what you do get, you know, that false sort of I'm out here. This is about me, but I'm saying this for him. But look at me. I'm out here. That sort of thing. And the thing that was took me back is like, okay, so the message, like I said, was that there's a contest and Latinos missing more. That was the, what I got from the story. Mm-hmm. And then I, I went back it in sounds time. sounds like someone was just trying to make a, pol- a political point off of the death of Kobe, which yeah, is pretty right. gross. And, and it's pretty gross. But when I went back in time to 2004, and I'm like, well, when he got charged with rape, he was really black. Right. Like people, he, he was a black guy. He wasn't a Latino guy. He wasn't anything else. He was really black. And then over yeah, nobody time, wrote an article like that at that point. <laughs> no. Right. Trying to claim him. So that that was where my head was so at. Rose, where do you weigh same, in? Same. Yeah. Um, in regards to uh, Kobe and his daughter, it's to me, it's really sad. Um, one of the first people that I thought about was um, when it happened because I just knew when he found out, I already, I could just picture him like literally like on the couch watching TV, like just, I, I figured that he would be in his house for a few days. Um, <laughs> I grew up in LA. I'm born and raised in LA and I love Kobe and I, Kobe was my Michael Jordan, um, my generation. So, and I, I've been a huge basketball fan. Like I didn't really get into any other sports. Like I was a ballerina and I loved basketball. Um, my cousins played, my first boyfriend played, like I was very much into Kobe. I watched all of his interviews. I've watched every single thing. So for me, um, it, it hit me hard, and uh, and the fact that his daughter and all the other families um, that were on the helicopter, it's it, it it's really sad. And I know that death is a part of life. And I've read so many comments of people and people, oh, everyone dies, or people feeling that the outpouring, the sensitivity, the all everyone's experiencing emotions differently. And I do understand your point about. Um, that you feel that you can't necessarily feel for a long-lasting period if you haven't met that person, if you haven't touched them, if you haven't been in their presence. But I think that a part of the aspect of being a celebrity and having fans, they feel that connection to you yeah. without ever meeting you. Yeah. And so I do think that, you know, I sure there's phony people and everything, but I do think that a lot of people, it's genuine and everyone's yeah, I'm sure. processing it differently. Um, it, it hit me hard. I, it's sad. And it really reminds me that these are our non-refundable minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. Well said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that's the, I think that's the first thing a lot of people think of when they're encountered with death as you start reevaluate, reevaluating your own life. Cause you realize like yeah. time is like the most valuable commodity oh sure. that you have. Sure. And you know, it goes by like that. Mm-hmm. You get, you get caught up in the bullshit with work and stupid fights with this person or that person. And it's petty at the end of the day. Makes you reevaluate for sure. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And if you're not getting that text or that call, someone checking on you that you thought cared about you after that incident, like to me, if I didn't get that text or call from someone, I'm like, no, you're not, you're not really mm-hmm. messing with me. Yeah. Like, because yeah. it really reminds you, like pick up the phone, call this person, tell them that you love them. Like life is so precious. Like we just don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. That's real. And, you know, the Kobe story, obviously, as everyone knows, has gone on and on. And there's been, you know, five or six different legs to it. Uh, the latest thing is involves Gail King mm. in this interview she had with Lisa Leslie, where essentially she brought up the issue of the the accused or alleged sexual assault back in 2004. Lisa Leslie tried to put it put water on it. Gail pushed a little bit more. She's catching flack for She's it. She's not the only one. There was a, there was a there's comedian. A have you heard of Ari Shafir? I haven't. He's a pretty big LA comedian, yeah, I've heard of him. and he came. He he put out a little like I think it was on Twitter a little video of him like acting like he was real sad, and then he turned up a big grin and said, "That's what you get for rape." Basically, <gasps> something like that. Like uh, a lot of that, a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, and he's a comedian. I, he might have been trying to be funny, but it wasn't funny. No, and, uh, no. There's just I, that's another thing. Like your your thing with the the Mexican reporter or whatever. Yeah. You shouldn't take someone's death, no matter how you feel about that death, and try to score political points with it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what Gail King and the rest of them are doing. Yeah. And here's, here's the soundbite. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be 
do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it, though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Yeah. So, Miss Rose. Okay. I don't think that's that bad. It's not bad. I, I'll tell you it's what. It's tasteless, I, but also. It's tasteless. Mm-hmm. What, it I is mean, tasteless. It's tasteless, mm-hmm. but. It's complicated, right? It's yeah. a leading if, question. If Kobe, the follow-up commentary. Mm-hmm. As an interviewer, you have no... I mean, from what I've seen with watching interviews, countless interviews, you don't have an emotional attachment to either side. You are Switzerland. You are supposed to be neutral. Yeah, not anymore. Not today. <laughs> Maybe 1970. It yeah. felt very... She had an agenda. Is what it felt like. Yeah, she had an yeah. agenda. A hundred percent. And... You know, and like I said, I don't think the the question was wrong. I think it's part of his history. The fact is, though, that it's a blip on the history because he didn't get convicted. There was, uh, you know, problems on both sides of the case in right. terms of his side and her side. It ended up getting settled. No one went to prison behind it. She may have been affected by it, and that's unfortunate. But in his life, it's a blip on the radar. The part where I think it went wrong is when, like Miss Rose said, when... Gail King asked the question, gets the answer from Lisa Leslie, and that's sort of a cue to, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. But then to say that, essentially, act like she knows Lisa better than Lisa knows Lisa. Where she's like, you couldn't have known Lisa. Well, how do you know, Gail? Like, how do you know what I couldn't have known? You know? It sounds more like insinuating yeah. than anything that's, else. Yeah, it's very that's where... insinuating, the way that it was said, the tone, the whole thing. Sure. Here's the thing with, with all these sexual assault cases, mm-hmm. almost all of them. Nobody knows except Kobe and that girl. That's right. It's speculation. I mean, I mean, in 90% of rape cases, it's speculation. Sure. There's not a lot of evidence, right? It's he said, she said. Mm-hmm. If Kobe did it, he's a bad, bad person. Sure. I mean, that's just, just because he died doesn't make him less of a bad person if he, if if he committed he did rape. It. Correct. But to, you know... We he don't didn't know. Do it. No we don't one know. knows. He didn't do it. But we don't know. Yeah, he didn't do and it. we didn't know. You don't want that yeah. to be true. But honestly, I don't believe it. I also followed the case. I I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it to be true. And that's that's fine. In any capacity. Yeah, that's fine. But I, I with stuff like that, like the existence of God, let's say, like I don't know. I'm agnostic on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if Kobe did it or not. I want to think he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. No, no. And the thing is, and we, since we, we don't know, bringing it up at the time of the death sure. is pretty. Tasteless. Yeah. And that, that's where a lot of people got upset, including Snoop Dogg, who uh, clapped back on Gail uh, for, for basically, you know, bringing it up. And um, it also got Bill Cosby involved. But oh, I'm going to let you listen to what Snoop Dogg called her. Funky dog head, bitch. Well, I think I think that was <laughs> he, he went out of bounds on that. But what do he say? A funky dog head, funky bitch? dog head, bitch is what he said. He said, Rose, you don't like that word. How do you feel about, I about that? I don't care for that word. Yeah. Um, so I watched the video on Instagram he put up, and um, he was talking about the whole situation, and then he said something along the lines of, should I should I call her? Should I call her? And then he said it. Um, and mm-hmm. then he said, free Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then Bill Cosby weighed in on Instagram. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, it's isn't yeah, Bill it's Cosby in jail? Well, well, you know, yeah, it's it's 2020. You know, social media works. Yeah, he thanks oh, Snoop and he said it's so sad and disappointing that successful black women are being used to tarnish the eight, sorry, the image and legacy of successful black men even in death. He wrote that on Instagram. He says, "Are these people in need of fame, ratings or money? On behalf of myself, Camille and my family, Thank you, thank you, and thank you. So he thanks Snoop Dogg. Okay, so remember I said 90% of the time we really don't know? Yeah. Bill Cosby is in that other 10%. <laughs> so, I mean, just just shut up right there. Yeah, I don't know if that's That's Bill's... a bad look for Snoop standing up for Bill Cosby. Well, but... you know, it's I, I don't know if that's Bill's uh, avenue to take to try to get some points with people. I, don't, I think it's probably best for him to be quiet right now. Um, you know, with that case, I always thought that Bill did something. I don't know if it's quite as bad as people said, but I don't know. Again, he drugged women. He drugged and he, he admitted, drugged women. And he, and he admitted to that. that already, that's that's, that's bad. Very bad. That's 100%, bad. Yeah. That's bad. So that's where that is. Yeah. yeah. You know, one Snoop of is mad, and I, I mean, I don't care for that word. I think that the interview could have been handled differently on Gail's behalf. I don't. I think it was tasteless. 
I don't like the way she did it. The next question was very leading. It wasn't really a question at all. I think it was insinuating. Um, can we t- mm. can we talk okay. about that word for a minute? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Woodwork. No, you, you don't. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you said you me. said you you don't like it. Why why does why does that word bother you so much? We're um, talking about the 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 bit. word, the, the word yeah. bitch. Which, yeah, I don't like it because it's been used forever uh, to diminish, degrade, and belittle women. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I don't like it. But a lot of words like that are that way, and then definitions change. Like a lot of women now use that word and call themselves. You know, you sexy yeah, em- bitch empowering. or empowering. You... They have these empowering movements that they mm. want to be called hoes. And a- Amber Rose has a slut walk now. Sure. But still, there's not going to be a day where I wake up in the morning and I go, today I want to be called a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a bitch. That's just not, yeah. I, for me, that's not taking power back by taking words that have, that are negative inside and out towards mm. women. That's not taking power back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel about words, and I would never use that word in an aggressive way. And now that I know you don't like that word, I would not use it in your presence, right? Because yeah. I try well, to be respectful. You. And you're strapped. <laughs> <laughs> right now? This is true. Maybe. Oh, wow. You never Damn. know. Don't want to find Ooh. out. Um, <laughs> about, about all words, I, f- I feel like the intention behind what you're saying matters more than the actual word you're saying. So you don't feel there's a way someone could say that word to you with positivity behind it and it not... Yeah, I mean, listen, I've been I, I've been out and someone comes up to me, whether it's a, a girl or a, a guy, like a gay guy. I've been out so many different places. Oh, my God, you're such a hot bitch, something like that. And I know ah, that they're yeah. coming from a place of it's a positive thing. Sure. But I, if I have like 30 seconds with them, I still I'll thank them for where they're coming from. But mm-hmm. I will still tell them my feeling on it. And usually I'll be able to get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if someone feels strongly about something like that, people yeah, need to be I mean, respectful. Everyone can call each other that, but for me, uh, my girlfriends will never look at me and be like, "Hey, bitch!" No, that's they know that, that's not my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We're all different. Different, different mm-hmm. perspectives. We're all different. And the last little leg of this Kobe thing, and then we'll get to happier news because I don't want to talk about. What do you think about Snoop calling Gail? I think it was he. That. He overreached. I think th- this is where it's always frustrating: is that you start off with a good point and a good message, that and she that, was out of pocket. that she was out of pocket. She was out of pocket. Yeah. And then I don't. I don't yeah. understand this lingo out of pocket. Oh. Is this some some hip <laughs> new <laughs> youngster? No, it's, it's you're out, out of line. I don't even you're know if the line. youngsters even know. What yeah, that is anymore, yeah. Right? You're out of line. Out of line. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the white guy translation. Well, <laughs> that's what we're here for. But he erased all the positive that he met made with you know calling her out on it and free Bill Cosby. I'm sorry, but as yeah. Woman, well, there you go. There's the credibility. So he erased yeah. all of that mm-hmm. with those two statements. You know, so. That's that's where it is. What? But go ahead, finish up. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say. But you know, he. But did is, he really he, erase it? Because think about it like mm-hmm. this too. He was close with he was close with Kobe, mm-hmm. and he lost a very good friend, sure. somebody that's been in his life for a long time, mm-hmm. and he's frustrated yeah. at the way that you know he feels as though you know Gail is tearing down you know successful black men, like he said, and he's frustrated. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's out of line at all. I mean. I don't like what he said. I'm sure he offended a lot of people, but that's speak. You know, that's what social media is about, right? right. Speak your mind. He was hurt. Yeah, he lashed out. That's what Light it felt like. It yeah. feels like he's hurt, yeah. and I and I get that mm-hmm. because if it was someone that I was, if this was my best friend, and someone said that, there's no telling what I would but, say. Yeah. Right. And right. I mean, and I get it. A lot of emotions involved, but like, a lot of emotions. This is up. also one of the unfortunate things about social media. Like, I don't really want to know. The impulsive thoughts be- sure. behind my favorite rapper or my favorite athlete. Yeah. Like, I don't well, need to know all this. Jim Rome, sports, you know, guru, it ruins it whatever. sometimes. He's the one that says the, the internet and all this and the social media is the, both the best and worst thing ever invented. So that is. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Sure. So that's, and you got a look at it right there. You got Snoop. Obviously, has the right to say, speak his mind. Started off with a strong message that people paid attention to, but I think it would minimize it from at least uh, you know people my age would look at it and be like man why'd you have to call her a bitch yeah it just convolutes you know? everything it's like yeah. it's like you're, you you go to a rock show you know let's say I go, I'm, I'm going to see Pearl Jam in a couple months and then mm-hmm. the next day Eddie Vedder he would never do this but the next day he's uh, degrading women and sure on the internet sure now, now I gotta adjust my feelings about Pearl mm-hmm. Jam yeah 
I, I don't I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just you know, I mean like I <laughs> just wish want to be a fan. I'm not telling celebrities to just shut up and dribble. Yeah. But I'm saying like I want to hear but less of maybe it. Maybe think a little bit more. Yeah. You know, before you put it out there. So right. I just I looked um back at the post on Instagram. So he has over thirty two thousand mm-hmm. comments. Oh sure. Um I, I was reading when you gave you me read thirty two thousand comments? No. <laughs> but I, I read quite a few and then I read the you know, when people reply to people's comments and I was and I can't even tell you women, men everybody's on Snoop's side. No. I, didn't, I don't think I even counted one that was like, you shouldn't have said that. This, sure. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you often, I mean, you, you have a big Instagram following. Do you often get lost in the weeds of your comments? Um, no, I don't, but I do try to, I do try to respond to my followers. It's, it's part important. of the game. You have to, right? You have to engage. Um, mm. I mean, engagement is, is really important mm-hmm. as far as social media goes, but, that's not why I do it. Um, I like to write about things that matter to me. And I like to engage because I, I actually care. I yeah. care about my followers. And it means a lot to me that they don't just look at my pictures and like and comment, but they take the time to read what I'm writing about. I'll get DMs, like paragraphs of people like putting in their two cents about what I said or in the comments. And that means a lot to me. And so they're putting out they're mm-hmm. they're you know, I, I want to reciprocate in that. Yeah. I mean, I have to do the same thing too on the, on the Facebook. But do you ever let it? Does it ever mess you up? Do you ever get hurt by it? Because I'm sure some dudes say some shit. Um, I've gotten a that couple sounds, of <laughs> yes. I've gotten a couple of comments that were uh, nasty, but it's really few and far between. And I feel really fortunate in that because my followers are really amazing. I love you all That's so nice. much. Oh. Yeah, Our, really? ours are a bunch of savages. I've yeah. I've no, gotten yeah, no, I don't, uh-uh. I've gotten so many threats. I've been called every name in the book. Oh, really? I'm sure, but yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. In fact, no, it really kind of gives me a little I charge. Mm. Had that? No. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Earlier, really? did Never? you say the Facebook? The Facebook. No, I didn't say the Facebook. I said the Facebook group. We'll rewind the Facebook group. Did you say the Facebook group? Yes. Or did you say the Facebook? No, I didn't say the Facebook. All right, I'm not your granddad. I know it's Facebook. We'll rewind that. I mean, I have to do the same thing too on the, on the Facebook. I don't check the Facebook that much. <laughs> that like was that like was the original name of it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. yeah. The guy told him oh. to drop the thought, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, per the story. Yeah, you know, but the movie. Yeah, yeah. I so like it. The Facebook. The Facebook. But the last little crumb that come out of Kobe's thing was, of the course, Facebook is kind of kinky. The Facebook. Facebook. Is it? Yeah, it's a little dirty. It's okay. I'm the dirty. I'm dirty. That. It's probably not dirty. No, the it's Facebook. good. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I remember Facebook. my father. Yeah, I mean, that, right? hello. <laughs> back, back when, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> my father, back when MySpace was a big thing, he confused the two and he called it MyFace. MyFace. <laughs> so, and actually, that would have been a good little ploy to you put re- out something like. Remember Tom from MySpace? Yeah, the guy yeah. that everybody, yeah. Yeah, he actually asked my wife out on a date. Oh, really? Yeah, that freaking mm-hmm. creep. Yeah. She fucked up, man. That guy He's That guy like, sold for like $2 billion. She got stuck with me. Bad judgment. Bad call. I, that's the first, I, once I heard that, I knew I couldn't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, there's a broadcaster that was reporting Kobe's death, and in the middle of it, she she misspoke, basically. And we'll we'll play it back and let you guys hear what it, you guys have probably heard it already, but We'll get an opinion in a minute. Which Lakers team he played on. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to go. Uh... <laughs> okay. Rose hadn't heard that, apparently. No, she hadn't. No. That's my new ringtone. Yeah, apparently. No, this is <laughs> fitting, is what I should say. But Rose, since you had the biggest reaction to that, what, 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 what do you think happened there? And she, had a, she apologized. She said, of course, that I'm sure it she, was a know, slip. Yeah. She was, oh, she was wow. confusing the Knicks and the Likers and said, Nakers. Okay. Yeah. That's not what it sounded like. No, it didn't sound like <laughs> I that. Didn't, no. I didn't hear Nakers. I mean, that's... You know what? I'm going to give her a benefit of the doubt. Uh, I said... Three words. <laughs> I have three words. What is it? Make it stop. Make it stop. No, I think... Because think about it. This is the biggest story probably of her career. Do you think she would really take this opportunity? No. Hell no. <laughs> of course okay. not. Of course not. So, you, yeah. you know, but people you know. on people on Twitter... Oh. On, on the Twitter. Were, on the Twitter. Yeah, they were... <laughs> 
going off on her, and of you're course. like, and I'm sure on again, the, Facebook the, woke, yeah. the woke world. This yeah. is the same mm-hmm. as the other story. But yeah, she said Nakers, and the thing is, if she was gonna go big, she you would just go ahead and say it. If that was, if she, you, I doubt, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think it. One hundred percent was not intentional. I mean, just think about it. You spent your whole life trying to get this <laughs> in job. the mainstream to yeah, get a job as a reporter, that. working your way up the sure. ladder no. secretly. You're a ri- you're you're wearing a white hood on the weekends, yeah, but you don't no. let any of that out until you get to the peak of your job the biggest day ever and now you're gonna let the world know i mean no. come on it's no. it's preposterous no she just choked we'll give she her choked. we'll give her a pass on that one yeah it's yeah. funny as hell though you know it's 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 it probably will be to her one day it probably is i don't know now. i mean hopefully she's recovering from this one that's a tough one. Oh boy okay it's sticking with basketball news sort of I'm trying to uplift us a little bit from these, these doldrums that we're in uh lamar odom's fiance revealed that they use an app to alert her when and if he's watching porn. Mm. So there's an app apparently that's called, what is what? it? What? Yeah. Um, she, Sabrina Parr, oh, that's oh the fiance. God. She opened up, the app is called Covenant Eyes. It tracks his uh, porn watching. Uh, he's obviously famously addicted to porn and other stuff, right. but she wants to keep him in check because I guess they're getting married. Um, thoughts? Don't marry that woman. Thoughts? Get out of that relationship <laughs> now, Lamar Odom. <laughs> Good Lord. No, I mean, this is if if I'm her, that would be a sign not to marry him, right? No, that's a sign. You got it backwards. This is a snooper. She's a classic snooper. She's going to be reading his emails, his texts. But hold on, he's he is an addict. Okay, that's an important. Let the professionals deal with that. Yeah, wifey doesn't need to be spying on him. Mm. Well, it it was an ad. That mm-hmm. whole mean it was the an Covenant ad? Eyes for social for, media. Like you can go on the Covenant Eyes she, website yeah. and they did an ad and he did his testimonial of, you know, basically his story about how Question. he's... Yes. Can someone download this app and track your activity without you knowing? I, I need not, to know not this. for me. I hope not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, you need lights. Uh, I, I think that, you know, he's an addict and he has a problem with this and they're together. And I don't think this this is a deal breaker for the relationship. Look, if there's something that he needs help with and he's like, babe, can you help me with this? You know, help me with this problem. And she's there to support him. Yes. I mean, if that's how that, that went down. Yeah, but I that's think, not how that went down. I'm, I think it might be. You think so? I think so. Baby, I have a problem watching too much porn. Can you please help help me with I mean, the, the only mistake <laughs> I made when I was... When I was in my last relationship, as I would say, oh, you know, I want to lose some weight. Can you just help me with that? Yeah, no, I regret that because the second <laughs> I picked up some chips, I said, oh, babe, you want to yeah. go get your get <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that was a big mistake. But I mean, with this kind of a situation where it's more problematic watching porn leading to more things, I think that, you know, they're on the right path with their relationship and the covenant eyes were just giving plugs to this company. Speaking mm-hmm. of, of the weight thing, my, my wife... Presented that same option to me, helped me lose some weight. Don't don't say I didn't, it's a trap. I did not. It's yeah, exactly. A trap. I knew it was a trap. I saw it was a trap. Good, I did I'm not glad. bite. Good. I said, "You're on. You're on your own, honey." Yeah, I'm like, exercise and eat better. I'm out. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great answer. Yeah. 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 So keeping with sex because that's where the show always seems to end. It, it always ends up with sex and sex toys. Texas students at a university are using sex toys to protest, protest, or protest, or however I said it, protest new gun laws on campus. Um, essentially, th- there's a rule at, in the state that forbids them from having sex toys on campus, but there was a new law that came in that allowed them to have guns on campus. So they're sort of mocking sort of the ridiculous nature of all this by walking around with, uh, you know, uh, dildos, dildos mm-hmm. cock rings, what have you. And, um, you know, they... That's how they're fighting. And I, I, I like it. I like the protest because you shouldn't be able to walk on campus with a gun for, for obvious reasons. But I'll, I'll, leave the, I'll leave it open to you guys. Well, I, I disagree with the end of your statement there that you shouldn't be able to walk on campus with a gun. Okay. Why, why, I mean, I don't, no, don't want to have a gun debate. I, <laughs> you, you should, I, I'm in support of walking around with dildos to, for protests. Yeah, sure. you should be able to protest whatever you want, and mm-hmm. you should be able to walk around with a sex toy if you want. So like, what, what, what are these kind of crazy rules? If you're packing heat, we're packing meat. Oh, ah, I like it. Keep reading. Good tagline. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
I mean, I see no I, problem with it. Yeah, I think it's more funny than anything. No, it's funny, but That's I mean, a funny line. But let's address the someone r- upside the head with the dildo if things go wrong. Like I don't know what their plan is, but I, I think it's funny. I mean, I don't know how effective that is. I know a couple of the professors at the school protested they didn't want guns on campus. They're uncomfortable with that mm-hmm. as teachers. Grading, sure. there's alcohol involved. Sure. Um, there's so many different factors. I mean, that I'm sure as a teacher, maybe oh, I can't give this kid a B because. You know, I don't know what it's like to be a teacher in this day and age with yeah. all of the different things. And at the same time, you know, I have my own views on guns and everything. And God, if something happened at my school, I'd want to be able to protect myself and my peers. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. You missed the best thing is they say it's is the campaign is called Cox, not Glocks. Oh. So wait a minute. They're not allowed to have <laughs> sex toys are not permitted. That's what about, that's what, what I wanted about to address. That's what we should start with. Yeah. That's what I wanted to address. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that is that should what kind of world are well, we living in? Well, they're not allowed in? to have the sex toys. That's yeah. completely. Sure. In, yeah. That's illegal. messed up. Yeah. But guns. Okay. How do we feel about that? They should both be okay. These are okay. these are college kids. They're not fourteen. Like uh, they're allowed to fuck, but they're not allowed to have a dildo. Yeah, that's... yeah. I mean, so much in this country doesn't make sense when you just look at it from a logical point of view. Like you're of age, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to fornicate, but you can't drink and fornicate and bring a dildo into it. That doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense. And especially if you have guns. So I like the protest. Yeah, you should probably have dildos. I think it's fine. I don't think it's offensive to anyone. Yeah. Except the people that are offended, of course. Well, let them be offended. (laughs) You know, that's a big problem we have now is everyone thinks that because they're offended by something that the whole world has to change. Right. If if I want to walk down the street with a dildo and you're offended by it. Be offended. Okay, go be offended somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not my problem. Yeah. No, I get it. I do have a problem with the guns, but we'll move on. Yes, thank you. All right, so this is a story Maddie gave me. Wait a minute, you have guns. I do. Okay, move I on. Don't bring... I just wanted to put that... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I have a problem with the guns at school. I don't have, I have a problem with a gun in your home. I don't have a problem with that. But what happens when someone brings a gun from their home to the school to start some shit? Then now what? don't you w- wish somebody on campus had a gun? Like a security guard or the campus police, maybe. Are there campus police walking around... Armed? I don't think yeah. so. No, they're when not. Was, they're not. At least but, not when I went to school. Yeah, but the thing is, is you're like Miss Rose says, you're also involving there's there's a what is it? There's teachers grading papers who may not be favorable on campus. There's also alcohol on a lot of campuses. You're getting a mix of things that you don't need at school. You don't need a gun at school. So you think you think there's the potential that some student who might fly off the handle has, gets a bad grade might just like not think it through, grab the gun and shoot the teacher. Whereas if they didn't have the gun, that's not going to happen. No, more more than require that, them to go find some a gun student first. who may not be trained on how to do a gun or have a gun, or may be trained. The gun may go off, and all of a sudden that's you're true. sitting yeah, in math true. class, Safety and is. somebody shoots you in the kidney, and you're sitting there saying, "I just came here to take a test." Right. That's that's my issue. Yeah, there's merits on both sides of that argument. That's no. one of those arguments that. You go on forever about it, and America has been, so we, we probably don't need to. No, we're good. Let's go to Doorbell Ditch. <laughs> ding Dong Ditch. Ding, ding Dong, dong ditch. ditch. Well, they could have oh, the, the headline said Doorbell Ditch. Kids still play it. My kids play it. Yeah. And this is another, yeah. Yeah, another sorry death story, you guys. Apparently, just ended up on the show this way. But three teens killed after a doorbell or Ding Dong Ditch prank. Uh, they went to the home of one man who did not think the prank was funny, chased them in a car, drove their car off the, the you know, car chase, drove the car off the street. And there were kids. Three teens died. Killed them. Um, that sucks. You know, we were parenting show. Like five kids boys do in pranks. The what do you do if you, you know, you got two boys. Matt has two boys. Yeah, they played, they, the, the whole neighborhood comes over for a birthday party. They were doing that all over our neighborhood, ding dong ditch. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a different world now. Sure. You know, it's a, it's. Maybe maybe uh, get your kids to play some different games. I don't know. Some people fly off the handles nowadays. Well, I mean, kids aren't even playing outside anymore. I don't see yeah. kids. I mean, barely. I don't know, man. It's just an unfortunate incident. That's no, a tragic, it, tragic. That's terrible. It's thing. awful. And the thing is, it kind of, kind of piggybacks it's that in gun California thing. too, wasn't it? It was in um, Los, yeah, Los Angeles, near Los Angeles, fifty miles southwest. There, southeast he's facing the death penalty. He should, but it sort of piggybacks what I was saying. The the gun thing where. You don't know who that is at your door or at the door when you knock and play the game. You don't know which. That's students... when you have the most rights to shoot someone too in California. Yeah, at least. that's the only time you have rights in California with a gun. Yeah, yeah. 
but you don't know which student comes you don't you don't know their makeup mm-hmm. so when those kids knocked on the door they thought hey this is going to be go like every other time you get an angry man waving his fist at us as we drive off right they didn't get that guy no it was a right. car chase so also there yeah. you know some old people in a neighborhood might be scared by that because of the way the world is today you but know this guy was crazy the yeah, thing is sure. there are crazy people out there and they rang on the wrong guy's door they did like they rang the wrong bell yeah. mm-hmm. i mean that's it and that's all like this guy do do you think this kind of thing happens more nowadays, or we just hear about it more because of I think it happens media. more now. I think, think people are more? angrier now than they've ever been. Sure, ever. You mean in our lifetime? In our lifetime, yeah. yeah I think do. so. I think the yeah. internet has something to do with that. Yeah, that you I would agree with that. Keyboard warriors that you know get upset. You got incels who can't get laid. All that, and the, and the <laughs> problem is every oh every. The, Here's here's a That's problem with sad. that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a sad situation. I don't know that people are angrier today. I mm-hmm. think there's always been a lot of angry people, but now angry people can find each other, mm-hmm. and then they feel like they're justified in right. their anger, and they build these dangerous little. Which, in a groups. sense, makes them the angriest of. Sure. Yeah, they feed on each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have that group. Mm-hmm. So you know what the key, the message to this all is, right? Is that if you're going to do ding dong and ditch, go after the disabled. Wow. <laughs> we do not endorse this message at the dad present. I'm just saying, you got to know who your ding dong ditch victim is. Mm. You don't want him to be able to get out of the house and go after you. That's what I'm saying. Disabled people drive? They could, but not as fast as you'll be able to get away from that scene. I'm just saying. More importantly, and I'm joking, folks. <laughs> more importantly, is know who the person is who you're do- ding or dong ditching. Just don't play ding dong ditching. That might be it too. That's what I started off with. People are just too on edge, I think, yeah. to be ringing on. Uh, you know, that's kind of what I started with. Yeah. Yeah. Find a different game. Yeah, that might know. Be a it's game. unfortunate, yeah. but find a different game. Jump yeah. rope. Yeah, that's, jump rope. That's that's your next one. Double dutch. I don't know. That's what we did. Double yeah, dutch. Yeah, my boys love playing double dutch. Yeah, they look like it. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. All right, that brings us to the end of our list. Anybody have anything else to add? Uh, no, I got uh, nothing. Nothing. What about you, Miss Rose? Tell the people I'm, just, something. I'm, I'm craving pizza. It just hit me. Oh man, we're about yeah. to go for some fried chicken. If you want to yeah. join us, there's nothing racial pizza, about that at all. It's, it's the pizza. I mean, we're in a black it's neighborhood and we're going for fried chicken. How is there nothing racial about that? Mom, let me think about it. I'll get back to you next show. <laughs> and I'll tell you. I can't think about it right now. <laughs> all right all right i think we're ready facebook to wrap up. Yes. instagram twitter at the dad presents and miss rose where can they find you yes you can find me on instagram at miss rose ayala m-i-s-s rose ayala a-y-a-l-a and i'm looking forward to seeing you all there i'm there every day i'm, I'm there right now i'm a hologram <laughs> um go ahead in two weeks we got a exciting guest coming on yes. he, he has a podcast that's about all about education so i'll tell you more about it next week but stay tuned for that that sounds i feel edu- more educated right now just because of it until next time folks take care of your kids take care of yourself take care of your family we'll be back soon peace <laughs>